a lot of the time when photographers are trying to put a price on their work, it could seem quite high, but it could be 10 hours of work for like a two-hour shoot. So yeah, there's a lot more work that goes into it than people think. Exposure is a wonderful thing, but once you've had enough exposure, you still can't pay for your coffee, you can't pay the rent, you need to be paid what you're worth. All creatives should be figuring out what they're worth. And if you don't do that, you're just wasting your time. This is Arty Party. My name's Jay Sykes and welcome to our party. We share the work of artists and creatives living and working in the Northeast. Whether they're grassroots, emerging or established, anybody's invited. Join me every week as we celebrate and talk about things that are important to us as a creative community. Projects and passions, events and exhibitions, artistic practice and advice. But before we begin today, I just want to bring up this fader here. This music that you're listening to is the new theme created by a sound artist based in Sunderland. Her name is Adette Johnson. And as we're going, see if you can hear all of the different artistic practices that are mixed into this montage here. But I met today's first guest on board the CoLab project, which is a project based at the University of Sunderland, bringing together academics with creative practitioners. Jenny was hired in as a photographer and a photographic artist on a series of mindfulness workshops and walks, but she's also a student herself, studying part-time for the BA Honours in Photography, Video and Digital Imaging. Please welcome to Arty Party, freelance photographer Jenny Goodfellow. Hiya. How are you doing, Jenny? <laughs> I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Ah, oh, I'm so good. Tell me about your work. What is it that you do? Oh, God. Well, basically, I do a bit of everything. Primarily photographer. I've been doing a lot of events and... Um, so award ceremonies. I was recently at the graduations, actually, at the Stadium of Light. I was working with the alumni team on their desk doing alumni photos, which was really cool because I got to see a lot of my friends graduate and lots of happy faces and trying to, you know, capture those moments and pass <laughs> something on to their friends and family. It was, uh, it was really fun. Uh, a lot of work, but I did, got a lot of good photos and made a lot of friends as well. So that was great. It was a nice way to say, you know, goodbye, good luck, have a picture. It's free. Take it. Go on. Uh, it was really, like, surprising to see you there as well. And <laughs> the moment I was like oh that's that's Jenny wow the fact that you are a student currently but you've got paid work going along along the side and you're getting commissions coming in is where a lot of people are wanting to be but you got there it's yeah well it's it's basically you just have to turn up and be willing and also you know be a friendly face try and show up every so often you know I, I've done a lot of uh, political rallies and, and marches and things and that was basically you know just turning up with my camera being a friendly face and I ended up getting some work out of that with Stand Up to Racism based in the northeast. they had a big event in Newcastle University and they asked me to come along photograph that that was brilliant met some really good local political activists and through that I kind of got more confidence and started going to gigs I'm friends with quite a few people who were in like local bands and everything so before Christmas I was in Trillions in Newcastle the rock bar photographing their Christmas party which was an experience and uh, got plenty of photos out of that and then yeah I've worked with the media hub here at Sunderland and now I'm kind of out on my own doing my own thing and just trying to you know make networks turn up to things and yeah it's been great a lot of it's been you know word of mouth just being there uh, and getting little bits of pieces of work. Fantastic to see your passion and drive and all of it like coming across. That's wonderful, Jenny. But you also mentioned music as part mm. of that. So I think maybe a good time now to bring in Jenny's 
partner, uh, a photographer, writer and broadcaster and the man behind PLK Productions, NCL, Newcastle. They're a productions and promotions company catering to bands, musicians and music artists in the Northeast. They do management, booking, recording, merchandise, sets, props, photography, really the full package for anyone interested in pursuing a career in music. Please welcome live, Mirtek Padovic. Hi. Hi. How are you doing this morning, Mirtek? I'm good, awesome. I had my coffee and my two croissants. <laughs> two croissants? Two croissants, yes. I love croissants so much. And they, they do vegan ones in a few places in Sunderland. Now I want to just leave the studio and go get some croissants. Yeah, we'll hmm? do that Bye. After. Okay, yes, let's do that. Mirtek, tell me about you and tell me, please, about uh, PLK Productions. Uh, PLK is a collaboration between myself and my business partner, Elliot Sinclair, who does Sinclair Effects. And so we do fake blood and uh, theater props and things like that. Uh, we do the best fake blood in the business. It costs more, but, you know, you're getting good fake blood. If it's the best fake blood, you, you know, you've got to pay <laughs> yeah. the extra price, haven't you? Yeah. And then, of course, the rest of the work uh, is on the music side. And so I work with a lot of bands, either just putting them out there, booking them. And in some cases, like very recently, I started working with a new band uh, called the Floral Detectives. And uh, we're managing them full time, and we're supposed to be filming a video today, but our videographer disappeared the face of the earth, so we're not sure what's going to happen today. We might just reschedule it for another day. And we've got her coming in now. Jenny's doing <laughs> photography with bands. And part of the challenge now is to monetize, value her work, because it's all fine and good to go and get exposure. Exposure is a wonderful thing, but once you've had enough exposure, you still can't pay for your coffee. You can't pay the rent. You need to be paid what you're worth. And we're trying to figure that out. All creatives should be figuring out what they're worth. And if you don't do that, you're just wasting your time. It is a topic that we do return to on Arti Party a lot. And again, that word that comes up, that word exposure. So how do you navigate around that territory in, in your journey thus far? Well, so far, a lot of it has been, you know, you turn up and you do it for free, like kind of a free sample, because you need to reassure people that you're a friendly person, you actually care about what they're doing, and that you can make a good image and something that they want to present to the world. So we were recently at Into the Fields Festival in Blythe last weekend, which was a mixture of cover bands and original bands. So there were two stages, and I was running back and forth between the two stages all day and most of the night, and it was a lot of fun. But what was really good is that Miatek was doing stage management then, so we, we had backstage passes we had access to everyone and I could introduce myself and get to know everyone so they were quite happy to you know see me running around with the camera zooming in stepping on the stage a little bit not getting in the way but just trying to get shots that other people might not be able to get you need if to have that eye as a photographer don't exactly you? yeah you need to know what you're trying to find and also look for the moments that other people might not get so I managed to get pictures of drummers smiling at me Drummers never smile, do they? No, they don't. And they don't <laughs> expect to be photographed because they usually get ignored. They're in the back of the riser. And it's nice, it's nice to be able to have a photographer who has a contact, a rapport with the artists. Mm -hmm. And so you can actually get to see, well, this is what we're actually about. I get her to talk to them. We did some backstage stuff. So there's one band that's uh, a Cure cover band. And the lead singer looks, you know, metal enough. But then he sits down with his makeup and he starts putting it on his face. And she's done a series of shots where it's him at the start, then him in front of a mirror. And you don't see the, the end result. And then suddenly, ta-da, mm -hmm. it's him from The Cure. And he goes out and he is The Cure. Mm. He was very Robert Smith, very, I have to very, admit. Yeah. <laughs>
So what's the idea then behind being able to offer all kinds of different support to, I mean, say, say you're a band, say you're a musician, and mm. there's like, essentially, it's the one stop space. How did all of that come together? And what are the challenges in offering all of those services rather than focusing on a few? Well, the fact is that you have one unique selling point that's different from everybody else. You're really good at one or two things. And the other stuff is just there, so you don't want them wandering off to see somebody else because they might not come back to you. And you trust the people that you work with to offer the service properly and send customers to you. It's also it's a way to build up a network of your own. Uh, so if I'm working with a good recording studio, they'll say, you know, oh, by the way, if you're looking for such and such a thing, you just talk to Mietek, he'll get you in touch, or he can do that part. Or there's a really canny photographer who really knows her stuff. She doesn't charge much, but she does charge, and you have to pay what she's worth. And if you're happy with that, we already have a built-in client coming in. All we have to do is just take them the rest of the way. I mean, it's, it's terrible on an art show to talk about the art of sales, but it, it is important, the art of sales. Well, of course. I mean, I, I find often people say that that's one thing that when they studied in college or in university, that that's a side of the education that they think there should be more time focused on, that they get the practice, but not so much how to make that practice marketable. So I think talking and having these conversations is so important, especially for people who are emerging in this field, mm. because you might know all the skills in the world, but if you can't market it, then that's not going to be any use to you. Totally. I mean, there's a, there's a portrait photographer that I was talking to, shall remain nameless, uh, because he or she should not be embarrassed on the air, but they were afraid to take pictures of people. They were afraid to walk up to them and say, hi, you've got a really interesting face. I'd like to shoot some pictures of you because you're just really that interesting. Mm -hmm. And they don't, and they, they lose the opportunity. But if they do talk to somebody and that person is a bit shy, they've already got that bubbly personality. They can, they can draw that person out and, and make them more interesting than they already are. So do you think it's a harder field for introverts? Oh, definitely. Mm. I mean, I would say I'm very much an introvert. When I get to know someone, I, you know, I won't shut up. <laughs> and I will carry on for days and days. But making those initial contacts, I find really, really difficult. Which is why I feel very lucky that I've met Miatek and we sort of partnered up on things because he already knows these people. He's got the relationship. He's got the experience. I'm slowly coming out of my shell a bit more. And, you know, I'm not afraid to contact these people, you know, say, hey, I've got your photos. Here you go. But making that initial contact is very difficult. So sometimes you just have to kind of squash down that thing in you that says, oh, well, they won't like me. It's like, you know, the worst they can do is say no. Mm. If you're already there and you're already willing to do the work and you can show that you're going to do the work and that you're good at what you do, or at least you want to improve and learn, then you're already most of the way there. It's just getting over that little shyness. And there's a fine balance between getting over the little shyness, crossing over the line and turning into the giant elbow says, hi, I'm a photographer. Get out of my way. Uh... <laughs> Even though you do need that, you absolutely do need that. You have to you have to stick out like a sore thumb. I'm not saying that I would do this all the time, but if if I'm walking into a venue, I'm not sure uh, about the show. I'll usually use the artist entrance, and I'll have my flight case, which is you know all silver and everything. And I look like this, and I think they just assume I'm with one of the bands, which I wouldn't be wrong because. 80% of the time I am. So I just walk I past say, the security guy, you know. Yeah. And, and, and you're in. You're in, and once you're in, what, what are they going to do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you know, so chutzpah. Just, just don't be afraid. And, and, and 
she's getting really good at that. It's just like chutzpah. Chutzpah. Is that a Jewish word? It's a Yiddish word for Yiddish. Know, being ballsy. Yeah. Okay, chutzpah to everyone listening. I, I know that that can be a difficult thing, especially when we're talking about squashing down a part of your personality mm-hmm. that doesn't fit with that brazen attitude. I should say also, you said you walk into venues looking like this. Mm. Like this currently is a bandana on your head, a rock t-shirt, jangly. Give us a jangle. <laughs> I don't jangle as much. <laughs> you getting there. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Arty Party, celebrating participatory arts in the Northeast. And with us, we have photographer Jenny Goodfellow and also Mirtek Padovic uh, from PLK Productions. And if there's any questions that you have for either of them, please do tweet them in. We are at Arty Party. That's at Arty with a Y, Party with an I, YI. They're on for the next 15 minutes on the show. I want to ask you, that next in the conversation, what's coming up in the future for you both? Oh, we've got a few things coming up this month. We've got um, Oakfest in Morpeth, which is going to be, is it a three-day festival? Three days, yeah. Yep, at a pub in Morpeth, which it's the same people who organised Into the Fields. So that'd be great because I already know them. So that's another little it's hurdle. It's all about connections, isn't yes, it? Yes, connections, networking, just get out there. I mean, you know, the reason I'm doing this is because of networking and getting out to things. You know, I, I wouldn't have met Miatek if I hadn't gone to the photography degree show in, uh, was it June? Yes, it was June. I guess it was, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Is that um, when you met? Yeah. Yes. Just a few months ago? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, I feel like you've known each other for years. Well, it's weird because... Well, oh, you yeah, tell the story. Okay, so. okay thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because turns out we've been running in the same circles for years and years in Newcastle. A lot of the political demonstrations and marches I went to, he was also there doing photography or just helping to arrange. We were both at the same Pride event, didn't see each other. And then I was looking through some photographs. It was the first anti-Trump demonstration that we had in Newcastle just after he'd been elected. And this was before I started at Sunderland. And I, saw, I found this blurry figure and I was like, oh, look, there you are. Mm-hmm. So and she shows up in, in lots of my images. Sort of in the background somewhere to the side. How serendipitous. Mm-hmm. That's so, so weird. <laughs> so in June, you met each other at the degree show. How did things escalate from that point? She said something at the end of the party and it was like five minutes. And we literally, that was that. And I had to catch the last Metro and, and she was kind enough to go through her phone and and find out when the last metro was and where the train station was and everything like that. And so I'm I'm, I'm zooming off out the door and I'm going like, oh, I really should talk to her some more. And I know what's going through her mind after because we've had this conversation already. And then the the next day I texted her and, hi, how's everything? And a couple of days later, one of the artist friends of mine is putting on a show uh, at uh, O2 Academy. And I very smoothly asked her, like, would you like to you know, do some work with me? And I was just, you know, it's, just, it's a day out, it's an all day, or you can come and shoot some bands and stuff like that. Not a date, you know. <coughs> and, uh, <laughs> not a date. Not a date. And, and no. so, so uh, she showed up and we were having a good time. And, and uh, Lucy Dollish from uh, Kitschy Retro and from Floral Detectives shoots a message a couple of days later while we still haven't actually seen each other past the second date, because we had one immediately the next day, because she asked me out for that. What exactly did she say? Oh, she was like, oh, hey, good to see you and your fella. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and then then I decided to... It's been a few days, I haven't seen you in a while, you know. So she invited me over to... uh, No, I invited her over to mine. And then she said, well, I'll still come over to yours, but uh, would you like to go over to mine on Thursday? 
and from that point on, poof. So how do you find working together professionally alongside managing a relationship? It's kind of like we have professional modes. Miyatek will suddenly start scowling and put his hands in his pockets while he's watching a band. Or he'll stand at the side of the stage and you can tell when things are going on a bit long because he'll be looking at his watch or looking at the clock and then sort of looking around. And he has this very sort of focused look. And I think I possibly get the same the same way. You know, if I've got a job to do, it's like, great, OK, see you later, bye. But still, you know, trying to connect to just see how we're both doing because we need to make sure that we're both hydrated, fed, and that we're both doing all right. So, I don't know, it just seems to work. I mean, Also, it, when she's editing pictures um, that are her own business, <laughs> I stay out of it. But if it's uh, photographs, images from some of the bands that we're working with, then I'm going like, no, we're going to need to focus more on this guy and we need stuff that flatters them and you need to take more shots of the background and so on. I did an entire this is what the stage looks like, this big giant stage, can you incorporate that? Because we're trying to get not just the artists who are on the stage, but the sponsors who have built the stage and the promoters who have punted for this stage and this background. We're trying to also give that experience, you know, of, of showing what the stage looks like when you're on stage, from behind, from in front. There's a whole basic trick, basically. If you have I don't know, this room, and you have a band on here, and there's only three people here. Well, you shoot the band as if they're playing to a thousand people. Mm. However, if they are playing to a thousand people, show them. <laughs> show them. Show the crowd going completely insane. Mm. We tend to have, like, in an hour after lunch, we need to do, do some work, and then that's kind of switched to that mode. But it's kind of, you know, it's still helping out each other yeah. and we still have a laugh and you know yeah. make cups of tea and like you know later on I'll be helping to edit some of Miatek's photos from a gig I couldn't make because I was actually on the faculty art trip to London last week so it was like yeah. oh I can't make it sorry but you know ask Miatek to take the photos he's good and then you know we'll work together and it's weird because I used to hate showing my photos before they were done before they were finished you know like because taking really? the photo, yeah, taking the photo is like a third of the job. You know, you've got the editing and, you know, you've got to choose which ones you think work and then make them look good and then get them out there. So I'll be very shy about showing the whole before the end of the process because often, you know, you get a photo, it's in raw mm. and you think, oh, it's dark, it's a bit fuzzy. But it's like, oh, no, 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 just just let me have some time with it. Put it in Lightroom. You know, we learn, we learn a lot on the degree program about making a basic good image and then how to improve it and make it stand out and make it really impressive and if you look at the initial image you think oh it's not going to turn into anything but it's like no just give me time but, but now it's, it's, a, 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 as a partner she's ideal though in one way because <laughs> you have my father taught me photography from like through the age of seven or nine and it's just just on upwards and when he got older he just loved everything i did i mean everything which is stupid because not all of my images are perfect i know that for a fact Same. 60 to 65 percent of my images will be good and the other 30, that's quite a high ratio though. that's well, you know uh, that's good when you're when you're good you're good you know? <laughs> but so but and i know the rest of them are just they're not they're the, the word for not good they're, they're complete and utter not good uh, yeah so but so you get the 65 to 60 percent that are really amazing from to most people but for me they're merely good so what I need is someone who sits there and goes like, not good, not good. That's, that's, that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's good. Oh, that's amazing. And we take 500 pictures and bring it down to 50. Mm -hmm. uh, how many did you take at, uh, into the fields? 5,000. How many did you end up with? 350. See? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was... 5,000? Yes. 
Yeah, I had to use a lot of memory cards. Oh, yeah. Another <laughs> tip. Try and make friends with the people behind the bar because if you need to charge your battery, they will let you. And always bring lots of memory cards and have good, comfortable straps on your cameras because you wear them all day and all night and it really hurts. I've still got red marks on my neck. But uh, that's something to look into. I've already bought myself a high vase, so I'll stand out a bit more. And, you know, comfortable camera straps, that'll do. But, yeah, it's I think it was 12 or 15 bands over the whole day. Mm-hmm. So it was that's quite a lot. Yeah, oh, that's three days. Yeah, I know. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna have to... Whew, <laughs> I don't know, seven thousand, eight thousand, who knows? But yeah, it's be higher. Just, if that was one be. day, five thousand, then really like fifteen thousand photos to whittle down to the best few. Yeah, yeah, and it's a lot of time, which is why taking the photo is only a third of the job. You know, you have to sit. <laughs> yes, it took me. That's the unseen side that people yeah. don't think about so much. Exactly. Yeah, which is why I think a lot of the time when photographers are trying to put a price on their work. It could seem quite high, but, you know, it it could be 10 hours of work for, like, a two-hour shoot because, you know, you've got to do that editing, that choosing, making the images look good because if you just took them straight off your camera, chances are they wouldn't really be very impressed. So, yeah, there's a lot more work that goes into it than people think. But, yeah, it's fun, but it's a lot of work. When you get a photographer like this, and it's not just because it's her, but a good photographer in my stable of, of people that I work with, it, it keeps clients, it keeps people coming back because they trust you. You're selling yourself. Before you sell whatever you're doing, you're selling yourself. And if they're happy with you, then they're happy with all the stuff. You know what? Your reputation is as good as the person that you're vouching for. And if that person that you're vouching for disappoints you, it still sticks to you. So you've got to make sure you've got a good person with you. <laughs> You talking about me? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're awesome. Yeah. I thought we were supposed to keep this professional. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to thank you both because a big part of Arty Party for me is advice for emerging creatives who are working in these fields. So I really do thank you for these pockets of wisdom. I do want to ask you though, because a couple of times in your conversations thus far, you've been talking about the multiple jobs on the go at once or the multiple people that you need to have in your work or the sponsors to always think about so how do you balance this mindset of always needing to be in multiple places is that ever challenging i turn my phone off for two days at a time really yeah i yeah. don't know how he does it I, I i'm getting better but it's just I, I can't i mean i i you know as well as doing the freelance photography I'm also a student ambassador, so I'm working at the Open Days later this week. So, you know, I'm also promoting the programme and the university. And you, you kind of feel like you have to keep a lot of things, a lot of different heads going at the same time. And at the same time, you're a student coordinator. Oh, yes. And, yeah. of course, third-year now students. Uh, well, I'm part-time, so I'm finishing second year this year. Oh, okay, And then I'm okay. going to transfer to full-time to do stage three, so I can finish it. And so then, two more years. Two more years. And then I'd love to do my MA, but, you know, I want to try and get an internship possibly but we'll see yeah we'll see what happens but you know i i, I do want to stay at uos because it's just been amazing for me it's given me so many opportunities and the confidence and the skills to like go and do this really if i if i hadn't come here i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing i don't know what i'd be doing but it wouldn't be as fun <laughs> just personally to say as well from me absolutely i couldn't i wouldn't <laughs> be in the position i am today without the university of sunderland yay <laughs> literally still sat in the university of sunderland <laughs> Thank you. Thank Thank you. you.
before we finish, because we do have a few minutes before before we wrap up, you wanted to talk about where you're heading in the future with PLK Productions. Well, the nice way of putting it is that the big towns, Newcastle, Sunderland, have a sort of a, a built-in, very well-established clientele that goes to very established clubs, and they genuinely tend not to wander. And a lot of bands are tired of playing those towns precisely for that reason, because it's the same 20 faces, the same 10 faces, the same 30 faces. If you've played the town more than three times, no matter how good your music is, no matter how awesome the next new songs are, it's like, oh, well, we don't have to go see the pastures this week. We can see them the next time they're playing. And so you end up literally saying, I will only play Newcastle three times this year. If you don't catch us during one of those three times, well, you're going to have to travel to Manchester or Blythe or Whitley Bay or Chesterless Street or, or Stockport to see us there because you didn't come to see us when we were playing your town. Mm-hmm. And bands do get tired of playing the same place. So we're going to be going to smaller towns and places where the scene has established places that are looking for outside. And we'll have a good time and we'll get to see a lot of people and they'll get to hear the bands. And if we're lucky, people who are playing Manchester and Brighton and London are going like, oh, we like your band. Would you like to work with us down south? And we're going to say, yeah, sure. Bells on and we'll go. So you're broadening not just the area that you're focusing on, but also you're really drilling down on that specialism as well. Oh, absolutely. You know, you you should always, when you find something that's really good, do it uh, until you get so good that it's not work anymore, Mm. you know, and just find the next level to, to work up at. You know, sometimes money, the dirty word, is is important and you should do things that will make money that earn you something so you can finally get away from being the till girl at aldi's and do the thing you really want to do i'd like to thank you both so much for joining me today on arty party uh, before before you leave as for everyone i have a guest for both of you um this <gasps> Oh, how can we find out more about your work? Well, I'm on Instagram. It's Jenny underscore Goodfellow Sunlun S U N U L. Or if you just Sunlun, no Sunlun, come to Sunlun. It's from a video. Look it up. But yeah, or if you just search Jenny Goodfellow, um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I'm usually there. There's usually experiments, especially during term time when I have more assignments to do (laughs) because I'll sort of stray away from the main brief and do my own little thing and then come back. But yeah, I like to try and keep people updated on what I'm doing, what, like, you know, what experiments I'm up to. Yeah, so just look me up. Love you. And I'll show you from the Arty Party Instagram account as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Jenny, good fellow. Thank you. It's been fun. Mietek Polski Punk M-I-E-T-E-K P-O-L-S-K-I-P-U-N-K Oh my goodness, I will definitely share that (laughs) Yeah, and uh, so my images are up there sometimes, often there are a lot of band pics that I do on my phone which is not a DSLR but it's still fun images and there'll be gigs put put up there and the more we travel uh, the more we see the more interesting pictures you'll have There's a lovely dead pigeon do you remember the dead pigeon? Yes, I remember the dead pigeon. Oh, okay, okay. Miotek <laughs> Padovic, thank you so much for joining us on today's Arty Party! Yay! Thank you.
hey, if you're still listening to this, this means you enjoyed the podcast enough to stick around till the end, which is awesome. I would love if you could help support us in whatever way possible. One way of doing that is to help share us with your friends, family, colleagues, people you think might be interested in the show. Also, if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from, that would help us out massively, help us reach more people. And also, if you haven't already, do subscribe to the podcast. That way, every time we launch a new episode, you'll be notified. But also, as usual, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to our five Patreon supporters who helped make this podcast possible. Thank you to Tel Irby, founder of Sister Shack, an all-female collective of artists, DJs, and crafters. Thank you to Nikki Kaur, the founder of TriLive TV, interactive storytelling for young people, delivering social messages. Thank you to Joe Howell. She's a photographic artist based in Sunderland, and if you type in hashtag Untitled10, you can see her most recent project. That's hashtag Untitled10. Thank you to Stephanie Smith, a visual artist based in Sunderland, who was recently on BBC Radio 4's Drawing in the Dark. And also thank you to Laura Willis, who's going into third year of media production at the University of Sunderland and has a passion for speech audio production. These five people help make the podcast possible, so if you fancy joining them and helping support Arty Party, then do head to our Patreon account. It's patreon.com forward slash Arty Party. That's Artie with a Y, Party with an I. Why I? <laughs>